What's up, guys? You're about to listen to the Winner's Circle podcast hosted by FFL Quality Life. If you enjoy, make sure to give us a like and hit that subscribe button. All right, what is going on, everybody? Joe Basso here, FFL Quality Life. You are listening to the Winner's Circle podcast. Have a super special guest today on the call, uh, Manny Vasquez. Manny is brand spanking new at Family First Life. Uh, been here what, Manny? Three weeks? Three weeks. Three <laughs> weeks? Uh, dude, it's been explosive. I mean, you came in like like on fire uh, out there just crushing it. Your first week, you just, I mean, you shocked everybody. Uh, I shouldn't say everybody. Probably people that know you well weren't surprised. You and I were pretty much strangers. So uh, I was shocked to see what you did. So first off, man, uh, tell everybody where you're from. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, just like a, a quick intro, and let's dive into the meat of this thing. Yeah, for sure. So I'm from Houston, Texas, uh, born and raised, never lived anywhere else. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm pretty laid back guy, you know, I'm not like super, I'm laid back on the outside, but I'm pretty competitive on the inside. I'll say that. That's obvious. That's obvious. Yeah, no doubt. You brand spanking new to Family First Life. You're not new to the industry. No, no. I had a practice company before. For about- a, pra- a practice company before. All right. Uh, how long were you with the practice company? I was with them uh, four years. Four years. That's a long time. So, yeah. so um, I, I'm not going to ask you the practice company. I already know we're not going to put that on air. But uh, just tell me, what was your comp coming from there? Yeah. So whenever I started there, um, when you start training, you're actually at a 40% comp. 40% comp. Okay. And then you get bumped to a 50% comp. Okay. That's a middle management, okay. which is a seven and a half comp. Right. Okay. And if I made it to probably one step up, which is executive management, um, that's pretty much the uh, top. I mean, top comp over there is like, 75%, 70%. So you were there for four years. Mm-hmm. If you would have kept grinding, how many people would you say you would have had to manage to get to that you know, top comp of 75% if you had to guess? I'd say, man, a lot. Um, I'd say, uh, I'd say 10 to 15 for sure. Okay, 10, so to 15, 10 to 15 agents. But there's some practices that make that near impossible. <laughs> We've talked about that. It, it, it makes it, it makes it real, real difficult. I mean, the number one thing that makes it difficult, right, Manny, is if you're, you're bringing these people in a 40% comp, right? They're not making any money. Like you have to be real, real good kind of like you to make any money over there. Well, you're a whole lot better than average. <laughs> like you're a whole lot better than average. So you're bringing in, you know, a good number of average salespeople that aren't making money. What do people do that aren't making money? They, they bounce. They bounce. So you've got this constant nagging retention problem. Uh, so you're hiring 10 people, losing 12. Uh, I think that's the example that, that we talked about earlier, right? 
Uh, and that's really, really difficult to, to have, you know, like you said, 10 to 15 sharp writing agents, uh, which, by the way, I love that you were like a lot of people. And I'm like, how many is a lot of people? You're like 10 to 15. And over here, that's like, I mean, you could do that in like a month uh, at other agencies with low comp and massive retention problems. That's a really difficult thing to do. Uh, yeah. Like you're, you're a superstar if your agency is doing $100,000, 150000 a month premium. Like yeah. here, here, like, I mean, call me when you're doing 400000 right? Uh, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm exaggerating, obviously. But coming over here, man, um, let's just say it in case anybody listens that doesn't know. Like if you come to Family First Life, um, you know, 100% minimum, right? Uh, you come to our agency, FFL, QLS, Quality Life Solutions, um, you're starting higher than that. Um, minimum 110, um, you know, we start people even substantially higher than that, depending on their experience, right? So um, that's a big deal for you because if, if nothing else changed and, and a- apples to apples, you're a brand new agent from 40% to 110%, you're almost getting paid three times commission, for the exact same amount of work, which is nuts. You know how long you got to work at my practice company to get a hundred percent contract? How long? You got to. You definitely got to put in over ten years. Ten years is the minimum, and then not only that, if you do do your ten years, it has to be approved by the state. We'll call it SGA. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. It has to be approved by them. Like they no, got to like. So it's it's political. It's not just based on volume. Like you got to have a relationship with this this Wizard of Oz of sorts uh, yeah. that you probably don't have a ton of a ton of you know communication with. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah that's, that's one of the big reasons why. Um, you know, when you write a lot of business, you rub shoulders with a lot of people that write a lot of business. Sure. And, um, I mean, everybody was just telling me, "Hey, I'm going here. I'm going here. I'm going here," and. Uh, you know, the opportunity popped up. I didn't go looking for it. It kind of found me. And then I was like, what am I? I'm not stupid. You know, <laughs> you don't pay me more. So, so let's talk about real quick, kind of that connection. Cause it's, it's super, super cool. I didn't find you directly. Um, I found you through the man, the myth, the legend, Mike White. So Mike, you know, he's, he's new to the scene of family first life. Uh, and I love Mike cause he's, he's, he's humble and hungry. <laughs> yeah. Uh so so he's not putting his name up in lights. He's just working behind the scenes, grinding, grinding, grinding. But Mike is one of those people that everyone's gonna know who Mike White is before too long. Uh yeah. and that's pretty exciting. So you you've had a pretty good relationship with Mike for a long time. Yeah, Mike's known me since I've been in diapers. Um <laughs> so he's my mom's best friend's husband. So I call him my uncle Mike. Yeah. Uncle and, Mike. Yeah. So he pretty much what happened was I had a falling out with my practice company. Okay. She destroyed. I just decided to leave, you know, the things that I didn't like. So I just left. And he, um, he's a very, very successful businessman. I mean, um, ran probably the most successful, uh, energy brokerage in Texas. Um, without a doubt he did without a doubt he did. Not even competition. I mean, like beat the brakes off of all the competition. So, um, so I just decided, you know what, I'm gonna go over there. And then he said, Hey Manny, you know what? 
um, there's an opportunity that popped up. Um, there's someone that I really, really trust um, who brought this to my attention. I think you're going to be interested um, and, and to uh, exploring this endeavor with me. And he said, I said, what is it about? He said, I'd really like to talk to you about it in person. I said, Mike, just, you know, just tell me. And he's like, well, it's insurance. I was like, are you kidding? Just sign my name for me on the contract. I don't care what. <laughs> that's, that, that's my wheelhouse. So it was a no brainer for me. And then whenever he told me about the comp, I was like, dude, I, was, I, I remember the first thing I did. I ran upstairs because I went downstairs and wanted to talk to him. Uh, I was taking out the trash, actually, but I ran upstairs, literally ran and was like, you know, I had to go tell my girl. I was like, oh, yeah, everything is about to turn. Around. <laughs> you know, what's you know, what's crazy to me? Like hearing that gets me so like legitimately happy because yeah. you're someone you were in this industry grinding your butt off and a top producer for years. Yeah. Getting abused. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. And I think about all the people that are out there. Right. So right now, um, Sean, Mike, I, I, I heard him say this last week. He said that in the month of August, we had nine thousand active writers at Family yeah. First Life, which to people listening might seem like a lot. It's not. And we'll do 600 million this year in paid business. There's 1.3 to 1.4 million licensed life insurance agents in the US right now. That means there's a lot of people that are not getting paid what they should be getting paid. And one of the things that I love about hiring someone like you, Manny, dude, with your story and your experience and your passion for the industry and helping others and helping families and helping other agents, like you're, you've dealt with the pain and struggles that so many of those 1.3 million agents are dealing with. Dude, it's going to be, this is going to be an, Awesome partnership. I'm just so I'm I'm stoked to be in business with you. So talk to us, Manny. Three weeks in, uh, what have you what have you issued in your first three weeks, man? First uh, three weeks, of family first life. Yeah, just uh, just under thirty k. So thirty thousand uh, dollars in your first three weeks, which is insane. Um, so congratulations, first of all, because that's that's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> I asked you a question before we started recording and <laughs> I can't even believe, I still can't believe your answer. Um, so I'm going to ask you again, <laughs> how, how many of those clients that you helped did you reach on the phone? Zero. I've not, not, I've not dialed one number. I, I door knocked. You door knocked all of them. Every single one. That's unbelievable. So what, what Mike White, kind of, you know, one of your mentors and myself really connected on is that we come from door-to-door sales. <laughs> I mean, we grew up in door-to-door sales. Um, I did door-to-door sales for the better part of a decade. Mike did probably the better part of two decades. Um, so we know that world so well. And yet, like in the life insurance space right now, you don't hear a lot about door-to-door sales. I mean, at least not here in this in this microcosm, right? Um, and so when I first met you and we started talking about kind of your strategy, 
and how you've done it for years and how you kill it week after week after week after week, it just started making so much sense to me. Like, like it's everything that it's everything that I grew up in in sales and then applied here with super high comp mm -hmm. and warm market leads. It's like this is this is an absolute no-brainer. If if people could do what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, a weekly basis, you can get your lead spend down. You can get your premium way up yeah. and have a much more sustainable, more scalable business. Yeah. Yeah. And if we could replicate this, Manny, and teach it to all of our agents. You hear us talk about the road to integrity all the time. Like this to me is the road to integrity. So let's just dive in. I want to stop talking. I want to hear from you. What is your process? So what kind of leads are you running, Manny? Um, to, I mean, I, I assume a lot of final expense. Yeah. All final expense. All final expense. Uh, by the way, just so happens, Integrity Marketing Group loves the final expense market. They <laughs> love the final expense market. So that, so that, so that plays in our favor uh, right off the bat. Um, so why do you feel that you're getting such a such a high success rate on these final expense leads on a door to door door to door basis? Yeah, there's a there's a couple things before I hit the door that I that I think about, and I got good at door knocking not because I wanted to, it was out of necessity because the types of leads that I was working before. So, but pretty much, I mean, it just makes sense. You got older people, right? Because final expenses primarily, I mean, if you're filling out those forms, you're not, you're not 30 years old, you know, you're probably 50 through 85 and you've already dealt with a lot of these things probably in your own family um and it, that's why you're filling it out sure uh, that's number one i like working that market because retirees are home that's why they're retired because they can <laughs> afford to stay home no doubt you know? um so they got money in the bank <laughs> which is which is big for me because i don't have to worry about i can't afford it now it's only do i see value in it or if i don't so that's all that that that's going to fall on me. How good my presentation is. Um, number two, I know that retirees are getting blown up. They're the most marketed to group, um, I think, in the United States right now. I don't know if that's true or not. It just feels like it because their phones are ringing off the chain. There's like, no there's no doubt that they're the most marketed to by phone, hands yeah. down. Absolutely. So, so since I know that their phone's ringing, um, I can get away with, this is just how my brain works. I know that they're getting calls. They're not going to answer their call. They're not going to answer their phone. Sorry. They're getting blown up already. And I know that there are agents who are buying leads that are not going, they didn't come from where I came from. I know that they're not going to get down in the dirt. I know they're not going to, you know, dig in deep and just get to business. You know, so I buy those second chance leads. When you talk about lead spend all the way down, I mean, all the way down. Like I only spend like 300 bucks a week. That's crazy. You know, nothing, 300, maybe 400, you know, 
but that's it. And uh, profitability and, and cash flow. That's just unbelievable. Yes. So, and at a, you know, 110% comp, that's what I'm currently at. Um, you know, that's, this is, uh, you know, it's, it's a no brainer. So I, I know I can, I can spend way less and just by showing up 95% of agents probably here in Houston, I don't know. There's, Probably 99% of agents are not doing that. If I was going to gonna say more like 99%, Manny. People, people are scared of hard work. It's almost like they're allergic to it. Uh, so you bring up the idea of going, you know, getting, getting an app on your phone like Road Warrior or, or whatever the case might be and setting up, what, 15, 20 door knocks in a day. Most people, they're not going to work hard enough to do that uh, because they're lazy. So let's let's dive in. How many how many door knocks would you say per day are you scheduling for yourself? I don't schedule them. I just, you know, just roll. I, I just go. I don't think I just do. You know, I don't want to I don't want to set limitations for myself. I don't want to say, "Okay, great. I scheduled 15 door knocks or 20 door knocks. Now I blow past them. Everyone happens to not be at home. And I'm like, okay, I'm going home. It's one o'clock. Like, I don't do that personally. I just do. I just set the time that I'm going to work. You know, during the weeks, it's, uh, I like to get to the first door at 10, you know, and seven o'clock, eight o'clock. Retirees, they they don't typically like their door knocked after eight o'clock after it's dark for a lot of reasons. But Sure. Eight, eight, fine. Eight o'clock is fine. So, you know, I'll be out there from 11 to eight and whatever happens is whatever happens. So if I knock 40 doors and I knock 40 doors, you know, not every, not every day is going to be the same, but if you do it the right way and the way that I do it is I prioritize my people over 65. If you're over 65 years old, I'm hitting your door in the morning because number one, you're probably waking up at seven o'clock in the morning. I know my grandmother does. She wakes up six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. She's wide no awake. For no coffee. Doubt. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, um, most of the times, um, sometimes I'm just happy to see somebody. <laughs> so I'm not joking. That's a novel idea, isn't it? Yeah. So it's a novel idea. They don't want it. They, they do not want to answer the phone because they know it's a telemarketer. Yeah. But you show up with a smile on your face, looking professional yeah. And there to actually help them with something that they ask for. Mm-hmm. They're actually happy to see you. Yeah, they are. That's, that's beautiful. So let's talk about the process um, when you show up. Um, now, some of this might seem like it's, it's common sense to you um, and to me, because we did door-to-door sales for so long. Uh, but let's just break it down like I'm brand spanking new. I've never knocked on a door in my life uh, and break down for me the do's, the don'ts, kind of, you know, door knocking 101. And what is your approach, your quick pitch to get in the door? We're not going to talk about the presentation inside because we, we both know once you're in the home, the in-home is the in-home. But how do you get into these houses? So break it down for me. Um, so super simple. Um, some people are weird about whether you park in the driveway or whether you don't. I don't really care. I just do whatever's easier for me. Um, so I just hop out. Um, I don't turn off my car. I mean, if you want to get nitty gritty, I'll tell you everything. I don't turn off my car because I don't know if they're going to be home. I'm not about to waste time, you know, doing that. Obviously, we talked about it. You have Road Warrior. You have everything mapped out. 
So you're going in order. You're not, you're not, you know, going 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. No, you're going five, five minutes there to five minutes here. Um, so I, you know, I get out, I, I knock on the door. I, from the second I walk out the car, I mean, I'm smiling big beaming, you know, like I'm supposed to be there. Like they knew they, they know who I am. You are supposed to be there, there, right? Yeah. I asked you to yeah. be there. Yeah. They it out, <laughs> you know? So, uh, I knock on the door. I stand pretty far back. Um, I don't crowd the door. The number one reason is because I want them to feel comfortable enough to open the door all the way. If you notice when, when you crowd the door and you're right up on it, they will barely crack it open and they are ready. The, the barely crack open, guess what? They don't do that for their family. They open that sucker all the way up because oh, they yeah. trust. So I want to stand far back enough to where they trust me enough, someone who they don't know, to open the door all the way up, uh, up and then to allow them space to walk out and shut the door behind them. If they if they want to, um, from the second that they open the door, obviously we have the final expense card. They filled it out. It has their name, their address, and it's a reason to be there for us. That's all a lead is, sure. you know, a name, an address, and a reason to be there. So they open the door. I turn and look at them. I big smile. I just say their first name or last name. If I notice that it's Joe Joe Bazo, but a lady walks out. I'm going to say Miss Bazo. No you doubt. know, I'm just going to assume that it's your wife. <laughs> which, which, let me just pause. Why is that so important? Like for anyone that hasn't done door-to-door sales, this is critical right here. Because if I go and, and start knocking a street, right? The one thing that I don't have that I always wished that I had was their name. I don't have their name because if I have their name, I have a legitimate, credible reason to be at their home. If I don't, I'm a door-to-door solicitor. Let me make this clear. What Manny is doing is not door-to-door solicitation. Not at all. He's a professional who is performing the job that they asked him to show up and perform. So by immediately saying their name, psychologically and subconsciously, they realize, all right, this isn't a door-to-door salesperson. So go ahead, Manny. Sorry, I just wanted to break that down. Yeah, that's super huge. I mean, you know their name. So already when I smile, I'm always really big on the smile. You know, I think this is what people mess up because, you know, you're dealing with, again, we're dealing final expense market, people that are between the ages of 50 and 85. They've been around a lot longer than I have been. They've been reading people a lot longer than I've been. <laughs> so reading you, your body language has got to be on point because just a smile like this, like, Hey, this looks fake because your eyes aren't squinting. When you're really happy, your eyes squint and you get crinkles at the edges. So, I mean, I put that, so- Hey, <laughs> you know, I put it on because <laughs> I, you have to, it's lights, camera, action. You got to put it on because they're going to read straight through you. If you are, you know, if you feel like if you're nervous, they're going to notice it. They're going to look at your hands. They're going to see it. And why so and I, Why would you be nervous, right, Manny? Like, like if you're exactly. nervous, you're suspicious. And there's exactly. no reason why you should be nervous. Not at all. They filled it. They wanted you to be there. That's why they filled it out. Love it. So body language is super important. The smile 
is is that that is what I've noticed is a make or breaker for everyone because they're going to take that first impression of you and that's going to carry through the entire presentation. That's going to determine whether they're going to give you the cold shoulder or if they're going to be super inviting. So anyways, uh, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Bazo, you know, I always shake hands. Um, COVID hasn't really stopped that for me. I've noticed that people... um, People don't really mind, you know, and if they do mind, they're like, you know, they'll give me a fist bump or something. I'm like, hey, I know COVID, you know, I'll give you a COVID bump, you know. Um, so, hey, Mr. Bazo, uh, Manny Vasquez, I shake their hand and I look them dead in the eyes. Manny Vasquez with uh, Family First Life. Nice to meet you. Um, you recently filled out this card. I immediately pulled the card out to eye level with them and I just show them, hey, you recently filled out this card. Uh, you just requested uh, some of the new a state regulated life insurance benefits for everyone between the ages of 50 and 85. They, they sent me out here. I'm licensed to the state of Texas. I show them my state license through the department of insurance. They licensed me. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm licensed through the state of Texas. Um, they just sent me out here. Number one, just to make sure that you can qualify for the benefits. So I'm going to check your medications. I'm going to, um, you know, make, well, obviously you're not strapped to a hospital bed. You know, so you look like you're doing pretty good. I just asked you a couple of questions. I'm going to leave you with the information that you need. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay, perfect. Um, do you have a moment? Uh, kitchen table near an outlet, preferably. And I, I immediately, I just start moving in. Love I don't. It. Yeah. Love it. Dude, that's so simple. Like, yeah. so simple. The word count is super low. Like, there's not a whole lot of moving parts. Like, why should there be? Like they requested the information, you show up, you know, you're supposed to be there. Yeah. You act like you're supposed to be there. You show up with the right body language, the right smile. You do all the little things right. And then you assume the sale the entire time. It's yeah. just, it's just that simple. How many houses, if you, let's say you knock on 20 doors, how many yeah. houses are you getting into on average? Uh, out of 20 doors, you know, it really does. It really does depend. I mean, I've had days go really well where just everyone opens the door like Saturdays and Sundays. If you're a door knocker, Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays, those are, I mean, banks open. Yeah. Banks are open on those days too, baby. You know? So, (laughs) and those are my prime days. You'll notice that my biggest days are actually Sundays. I've always noticed that. Yeah. So talk to me. Let's just, let's take that example out, but let's say you have 20 people that answer their door. Cause no, the, that's the one thing that we can't control is who's home. Okay. But yeah. let's say 20 people answer their door and you talk to 20 people. How many people are letting you in out of 20 contacts? Mm. I'd say 14, 14 to 15. Dude, you're saying yeah. 70, 75%. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. As long as it's them. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah. That's like mind blowing. Like I'm sitting here trying to process that because I've never heard that from you before. 70, yeah, when, 75% of people. That's insane. When I started uh, in sales five years ago, I was 19. Yep. My ratio was not that. It was very low. It was maybe like one out of four, but that's because I was shaking in my boots. I'd never been in sales before. Sure. That makes sense. I got better and that's where I'm at now. I've just been doing it for, for long enough to where 
I mean, and I've noticed the one thing that separates me now between, but uh, yeah, between me now and, and me at 19 is how comfortable and relaxed I am in the pocket. I love that, dude. You just you just said a mouthful. I mean, I remember all those years knocking on doors. I was a sales manager, so um, I had a new I had a new rep with me every day. Literally five days a week, I had a brand new rep with me that I'm training. And I remember oftentimes, you know, kind of getting back in the car after a day of field training. It would be, but like I just when I knock on doors, like people they're they're not nice to me. Why is everybody so nice to you? It's like, well, they're nice to me because I'm comfortable. Like, I'm not awkward. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I smile really big and I know that I'm supposed to be like, I promise Like people be like, you don't seem like you're nervous at all. Like, I'm not <laughs> like, like, I'm not nervous at all because it's repetition, right? Like repetition is the key to mastery. And so when you do something like consistently and you're trying to improve, you're going to gain a certain level of comfort. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, all humans are the same, Right. I, I, I remember explaining this all the time. It didn't matter to me whether you put me in Section 8 housing or whether you put me in mansions. Like everyone puts their pants on the exact same way. My smile works the same way in both neighborhoods. And as long as I'm comfortable no matter where I am, they're going to be comfortable with me because yeah. we're all human beings, right? So, so much of this entire process takes place between our own two ears, <laughs> Like, yeah. like if we could just get that straight, there's not a whole lot of variables outside of that. There really, really isn't. Um, so, Manny, that was so helpful. <laughs> like, like so massively helpful. Um, you know you're supposed to be there. You knock on the door. You're confident. You assume the sale. Um, and you get in. How long would you say you're spending with the average client when you walk away with a deal? Oh, when I walk away with a deal? Yeah. 30, 40 minutes. Uh, usually, I mean, if depending on where I'm at, I like to door knock the country areas personally, because I know that they're home. People in the city have stuff to do. <laughs> so, um, so I, I personally, I, I like suburbs. I like, if you go out past suburbs, you can get into more rural area. No doubt. That, um, it's, yeah. You're hitting every little thing right, Manny. Like we didn't rehearse any of this, but like just hearing you talk, I'd swear you did door-to-door -door sales for two decades uh, because like you're saying everything the right way. Um, there's no question in my mind, there's no doubt in my mind why you're so successful, why you've come in and you're crushing it and why you're going to blow this thing up and have a massive agency. Um, I'm just going to give you some tips real quick. You already know these things, but this is for anyone listening. Replicate yourself, spend time with agents, spend time in the field training those agents, help them find that comfort quickly, have them mess that crap up as quickly as they possibly can. Because yeah. like, if you're scared to mess up, you're just, you're not going to win, right? Like stay humble, stay hungry, but go out there and make a ton of mistakes. Don't make the same mistake twice. Um, it's, I remember like, when I first came in, I was confused a little bit because, you know, for whatever reason, I had this idea in my head that like family first life, like the whole training process was going to be so much different than every other sales company that I'd ever been with. And it was just plug and play, get them in boot camp and let them watch YouTube videos and they're fine. You know what the truth is, Manny? 
This is, this is the same as everywhere else. The people that really, really excel and succeed here, it's because they have people that are mentors that are, that are taking time to make sure that they're trained properly and they're doing the right things and they have that confidence and that competence. So you're a young manager. You've trained a ton of people. Do exactly what you know to do. And dude, I'll make a bold prediction. I think this time next year, I think you got a massive agency. I think you have a massive agency. I don't um, see how we don't, you know? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're going to, man. You're going to. Um, I'm going to do whatever I can to help you because you're out there. Like, dude, I just love your whole, your whole demeanor. Like, like, you're not cocky. Like, you're not overconfident. Like, you're humble. You're grinding. You're working hard. You have you have every ingredient that it takes to come and win here, uh, and and dude, you're so likable. Like your <laughs> any agent that you hire, they're gonna like you. People that are trying to invest into your agency like you. Uh, so, dude, just keep doing what you're doing, and 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 keep working hard. And I'm excited, dude. What's your goal for the end of the year? So, obviously, we're this is the last week of Q3. We're about to enter into Q4. That's exciting. We want to bring some major momentum in. Um, what is it that you're looking to accomplish from now till the end of the year? Um, and then talk to me about 2022. Yeah. So um, I think from a personal production standpoint, uh, Q4, I should issue like 100,000 for sure. Um, like that's for certain. Like I'm not ending Q4. Uh, under a hundred thousand. Um, that's, that's, that should be easy. That should be easy for you. Yeah, it will. That's, that's my do not fall below number. I'm not going to, not going to fall below that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so you're basically talking, you're basically talking 30 to $35,000 a month issue paid for October, November, December. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously you're probably not going to work as hard the week of Christmas. So that means you better bust your butt uh, a little bit to make up for some of that before. Right. Love it. What about 2022? Because I want to hear about not just personal, but I really want to hear about what your team growth is going to look like. Yeah. So the end of Q4 is to help me through 2022, because that's whenever I will start really focusing on growing and I'm just going to bankroll the whole thing. So that's, I mean, that that's at that point, 2022 won't really be so much about personal production. I'm still going to write a ton of business. Hopefully, you know, God willing, I'm just not going to do it without someone next to me. That's the key. Yeah. I, we, we preach that to all of our managers. Your personal production shouldn't slow down because you're building a business. What it means is you got somebody next to you every day. <laughs> and <laughs> that makes you like sharper too. That makes you sharper. Uh, it's more fun. You got someone, you know, there with you. You got that camaraderie. You got that conversation. And, and you're teaching and training, which clearly you're passionate about. It's exciting, too. I mean, I think it makes managers better. Honestly, I think it it makes the right people better. You know, like if you're really ready for management, you're going you're going to perform better because now you have to show someone how to, you know, you're not just giving people fish. Now you're, you're teaching them how to fish. And and you, I'm in the I'm going to be in the field longer. Like it's just the way that it is like. You're are going. You, are you are you gunning for Hall of Fame next year? You want to you want to issue pay four hundred thousand? 
Yes, sir. I've always wanted to be, um, I've always wanted to be a million dollar club producer. Oof. And uh, I think, I think I, yeah, I want to get up there. I'm never going to stop writing. I personally, what we do for a living, like once you see how many families you you really help and once you do a couple claims and once you take people out of bad situations and you put them into better situations, you see how thankful they are. I mean, it's like, it almost doesn't even feel like sales. It really doesn't because you're genuine. When you work with so many carriers with FFL, you literally put them in the best position. I couldn't agree more. Like this, there's not a day of this that has felt like sales to me since I started here. It doesn't feel like sales at all. We're, we're helping agents and we're helping families. Like yeah, that's, yeah. that's what we do. We're not selling anything. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just that simple. Um, you know, I'll, I'll say one last thing. And then for time's sake, we're, we'll roll. Um, Zach Tordowski just became the youngest integrity partner ever. Um, he's pretty young. I think he, I think he's 27 or 28. Super young. Um, I think, and I believe you really do have the opportunity and the potential to become the youngest integrity partner ever. You could, you could wrap a deal in two years. If you work your butt off, you're 24, you could wrap a deal at 26. I have no doubt in my mind. So Dude, I'm going to do everything I can to, to help you. But if you work your butt off, there's no reason why, why that's not you. Well, there's other people gunning for it, obviously. That's pretty, that's pretty, pretty gnarly title. Uh, and, and Zach earned it. Zach deserves it. He's super sharp. Uh, but I, I, think, I, think you can, I think you could do it, man. So let's stay humble. Let's stay hungry. Let's, let's kill it, brother. Um, if anybody wants to reach you and wants to work with you, how could they contact you? What's your number? Oh, just shoot me a text. Uh, 832-888-7769. I love it. Well, Manny, thank you so much for the time, dude. This has been phenomenal. I think it's been one of our best interviews we've ever had. Um, tons of great content on here. Um, let's just keep killing it. Let's close the year out strong. And you better start thinking about an agency name. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have a funny feeling you're going to be you're going to be rolling as a VP, senior VP here very, very soon. So thanks for the time, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Let's get busy. Later. Yes, sir. Thanks so much for listening to the Winter Circle Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And if you have any questions or you'd like us to cover something specific or any future episodes, send us an email, joe at fflqualitylife.com. Again, J-O-E at fflqualitylife.com quality life.com.